0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. People of America, it is your lucky day. It is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living, One of my foremost goals as Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGough. Hello, Nella.
1: Happy Saturday, Steve.
0: Happy Saturday to you.
1: And to everyone out there in podcast land. Everyone. Here's our question. I live in Huntsville, Texas, and the weather has turned cold early. Most of the Meyer lemons are half yellow and half green. How can I ripen my Meyer lemons here in Zone 8 before a frost? I know you have all the answers.
0: Ah, that's that's a good listener, and it's true. I do. Okay, Meyer lemons. Boy, do I get a lot of questions about Meyer lemons. A Meyer isn't a true lemon. It's actually a cross between two different kinds of citrus One's called a citron, and another one's called a mandarin. And it's very, very popular. You see it in stores a lot because the fruit is sweet, not real tart, like a true lemon is. So that's why when I'm reading all these questions people are sending in, about half the questions are, what's wrong with my Meyer lemons? Okay, as regards your situation, uh, Meyer lemons, the fruit takes a long time to ripen. It can take months and months before it changes from green to yellow. But the thing is, if it starts to get cold outside and you're afraid of leaving this tree outside where it's going to freeze, you can't just pick the lemons from the tree, take them inside, and ripen them on the countertop. They won't ripen off the tree. So what you need to do is if you have a Meyer lemon and you're growing in a place where you get frosts and freezes during the winter, what you need to do is grow it in a nice big container, and then before your first frost, you bring it inside to a bright sunny window and keep it inside for the winter time, and let all the lemons ripen naturally on the tree. That's how it's done.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. We'll be right back with more after the break.
0: Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces, and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener Listener Discount.
1: Welcome back to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. Okay, Steve, here is our tip for today.
0: Tip for today. Okay, our (laughs) tip for today. So now we're on the downside, we're in October, headed towards November. And probably a lot of those plants that look so great in your flower garden or your vegetable garden uh, during the summer don't look so good anymore. And you're thinking, oh, well, you know, time's up for the garden. I'll just go inside, watch football, and come back next spring. Well, that's not really a good idea. I got one more job for you, and that is you need to clean up the flower or the vegetable garden from all these plants that are kind of withered and looking poorly right now or maybe already dead. The reason is is because if you just leave all this debris there, you might be having disease spores spend the winter in your garden. or You may have insect eggs or mite eggs spend the winter in your garden. So the next spring when you plant new plants, what's there waiting for them? All the diseases and insects. So if you have a vegetable garden, let's say you have pepper plants, and you have old tomato plants and, you know, eggplants or whatever, definitely take all of those plants out. Just pull them up, and you can either throw them on the compost pile or you can throw them out with the trash, but don't leave them in your garden. For plants that are through flowering and they've done pretty much all their thing and they're looking really tired right now and they're not going to bloom anymore, I would cut those things off of the ground and, again, either throw the debris in the mulch in the compost pile, or just toss it away because you don't want to leave all those pests to, you know, have a good time this winter and all nice and cozy and then wake up in the spring and destroy your garden.
1: Hey, Steve, I have another question. And it's not flower beds, but it's flower pots. Yes. I've heard before that you should clean out not just the old dead plant, but the dirt. Okay. And, and put in fresh dirt. Is that
0: yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, if you've been growing a vegetable plant, a vigorous plant, something that's like a like a big coleus or something that takes a lot of nutrients and a lot of water. It's good every year or so just to dump take the old potting soil, dump it on the compost, and then put in some new fresh potting soil for the plant. It'll do a lot better that way because if you keep planting in the same soil year after year, there's gonna be a build up of pests and you don't want yeah.
1: that. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you, Steve. You're
0: welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on my Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast, so you don't miss an episode. And we love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review... That would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash askgrumpy.